are so many things in life that you have to compromise, especially because of budget, the clothes you buy, the food you buy, and healthcare should not be one of those things. Check out ZocDoc, the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable, listen to, and prioritize your health. I use ZocDoc. I have a bunch of health issues. For example, my feet randomly hurting so bad that I cannot walk anywhere. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Go to ZocDoc.com BCC and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C BCC. ZocDoc.com BCC. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to the chain. We are your hosts, Sarah Shower and Kendall Landreth. And this is the BCC Club, where each week we take you on our private thread to talk about the weirdest parts of the internet. And what are we talking about this week? Well, Sarah, this week we're talking about misinformation. Online? That doesn't seem possible. No, I've never heard of that. Exactly. I get all my information from the internet. <laughs> As do I. It's sad because I'm saying it sarcastically, but it is 100% true. No, I know. It's definitely true. 100% true. But before we get started on that, how was your week? Really good. I'm going to speak at USC, South Carolina. for. It's a closed show, so I can't advertise it, but it's for like a class. Oh, fun. What are you talking about? I don't know. They, well, I mean, like, uh, I guess it's like the role of like influencers and stuff like that, which is crazy because I didn't graduate college. And so now I'm going to be a guest speaker at a college class. <laughs> Yeah. That's incredible, though. That must be such a... Do you feel nervous? I am kind of nervous, but I mean, I have beta blockers. But, like, also, like, I I feel... Like, some of my advice is, like, getting fired was the best thing that happened to me. Yeah, I dropped out of college. And then the professor's going to be like, stop, stop, stop <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that is really true. My mom was even saying the other day because she saw a post online that was, like, like on Facebook. It was, like, a question and answer. You're supposed to give your opinion. And she was... It was, like do you think for your colleges or like the best thing for a teenager? Yeah. And she was like, my instinct was to be like, no, my daughter didn't go to college and now she's a successful comedian. <laughs> and it's super was, normal. It's yeah. super normal. And she was then like, yeah, probably I shouldn't post that because that's a, probably a really small percentage of people that go through that experience. Um, I know. I mean, I figured like a lot of people don't go to college or like community college. People always shit on community college, but it is honestly the best option. It really is. It saves you money and then you can transfer to a four year school if you want to or you can do like a two year program. And especially like trade schools, like if you're like electrician or like yeah. uh, I was going to say bl- yeah, blacksmith like you. That's yeah. <laughs> there's so many blacksmiths, but like or like, you know, someone who's like a shoe fixer. I feel like they uh, yeah. we need more trade people. What are those called? A shoe fixer shoe a shoe... Shoe lord. Shoe lord. Yes. A shoe elf. <laughs> shoe warlock. Right. That's what they call them. Yes. Um, yeah, it's kind of like... But I, I feel like it's like when um, people... Never mind. I actually don't know what I was going to say. I forgot. We're just. I'm just going to skip what I was going to say. Okay. <laughs> I'm also, right after that, flying to Virginia to go to a wedding party for my brother who's getting married. Oh my gosh, congratulations to mm-hmm. your brother. I know. He's... Uh, this is going to be sad immediately. He's the only straight one in the family, so my parents are only going to attend his wedding. So I feel like it's going to be deeply emotional for my parents because they're going to be like, this could have been you and Hannah. And me and Hannah will be like, I mean, it could still be us, but, like, it's just you. You won't be there. Yeah, yeah. You, it's your problem. It's, it's your hang-up. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually you. We actually had a massive wedding. Yeah. We a million-dollar <laughs> wedding. Um, so you're going to go? Um, Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, I, again, I haven't been to, like, I've been to one wedding way back when. But, like, since I don't know a lot of straight people or, like, gay people yeah. getting married, I'm like, this is going to be my one time. Because I always see people post online about, at, especially at this point in their life, they're like, I just feel like there's a wedding every weekend. That's how I'm feeling. And I'm so, I, really? Yes. Really? I feel like I have all my, everyone's getting married. Mm-hmm. I have, like, been, I have so many weddings I have to go to. I feel like you're just good friends with a lot of people. (laughs) I don't know. I'm 
But every time I go to one, I don't know what your plans are with marriage, but I'm like, I will never have a wedding. This it just seems embarrassing. Exhausting and embarrassing. And it's weird because, like, my girlfriend and I are very sweet to one another privately and we're very mushy Violet publicly. But we're very <laughs> aggressive publicly. Yes. You beat the shit out of each other <laughs> in public. They're not like this behind closed doors. <laughs> no, behind closed doors, they're really nice to each other. <laughs> but I feel like we're always like, if people saw us privately, they would be horrified because mm. we're so, you know, it's just like baby talk city, yeah. whatever. Sick, disgusting. But in public, it's like we don't know how to like be, we just like bully each other. Like yeah. we'll be out with friends and we're like, well, this ugly bitch is uh, yeah. ordering another hamburger. Bob, like it's like crazy. I was yeah. we're so mean to each other. But then, yeah, because we're just trying to do bits the whole time. But so I'm like, I do not think we could do vows. We yeah. could not get through vows. Yeah, that sounds terrible. I like I, you know, through sickness and in health with this ugly bitch. Literally, yeah. I could not. And I'd be like, Why are we paying? This is yeah. nobody wants to see this. My thing that I think is so embarrassing is like, I mean, I love some of the things that come with a wedding, but walking down the aisle. Seems like the most embarrassing shit yeah. of your life because you can't just walk. You have to like it's a gate. It's like a one step, next step. And I'm like, I don't want attention like that. That's so annoying. No. Yeah. No, absolutely not. I and like some people, I feel like I don't know. Maybe wedding makeup's different, but like I've had my hair and makeup done before. Yeah. By professionals. I mean, many times, and I feel like I'm never like, wow, I'm so gorgeous that I should walk down an aisle. Yeah. of 300 people and people yeah. would be like oh my god you know yeah. what I mean like that would be so not that I think I'd look bad yeah I'm just like sometimes you see brides and I'm like oh my god look, yeah. look at that I'm like there's no way I would look like that like yeah. I, I I'm beautiful but I uh you know that, that that's too much I, I yeah. don't want people watching me for that long yes and it's so much work and it's so expensive mm -hmm. like I'll feel like I'll go to a wedding where I'm like oh this is like a normal very normal wedding and they'll be like this was a hundred thousand dollars yeah and we sold our house to do this and I'm like <laughs> uh oh that's the, not good there is absolutely not like the I would just elope like I feel like I would just go to the fucking city center <laughs> the city walk <laughs> at Universal City, <laughs> city I get married in front of AMC oh. no, no I mean like I would go to the courthouse you go to Bubba Gump Shrimp after <laughs> yes. honestly that sounds incredible Margaritaville but I'm sober <laughs> so it just hurts so bad <laughs> you guys ride out on the Harry Potter ride yeah <laughs> wow okay dream wedding or it's like people who get married or propose at Disney I'm like I know that you really love Disney well I mean I guess they really love Disney but Disney Honestly, <laughs> this is a whole other issue. <laughs> Have you seen the backlash about um, the, what is it called? The Disney ride that just closed down? Splash Mountain. Oh, no. Just closed down. So it's closing down because it is, the movie it's about is like racist. Okay. They are taking the theme out and they're making it a Princess and the Frog themed ride. Okay. It's going to be the same exact ride. People are like protesting yeah. the closing of this ride. Like Disney adults. Wait, okay, so now this makes a joke that I saw the other day so much funnier. This lady is like, she was upset that a Disney ride was closing and she's like, I named my daughter after this yes, ride. Yes, Your daughter's I, name is Splash Mountain. <laughs> yes, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. This woman's holding her baby crying. The Disney ride is named after my kid is closing down and all the comments are like, what is your baby's name? <laughs> yes. Splash Mountain? No, that actually happened with my cousin, uh, King Daka. <laughs> <laughs> she was named after the largest roller coaster in the U.S. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> it was so funny. And she never said what the name was. I was like, you. You're done. Yes. Crazy. Are um, you doing anything? Or have you done anything this past week? What have I done? Well, I went to Palm Springs mm -hmm. with my mother, which was a blast. And... That was really fun. We did a spa. I got to soak in a bathtub with a bunch of salts in it. And yeah. I got a massage. And I got a facial. It's always hard for me because I I feel like I've gotten a weird amount of massages. I love a massage. Yeah. I feel like I'm in I, – I served tables for years. And I got this, like – I would hold – I held the tray here. Yeah. And since, since then – I mean, it's been years since I've served tables. And this shoulder forever hurts. Like, it yeah. always hurts. So I always am trying to fix it, getting massages, which never works. I still cannot figure out how to get onto a massage table oh, yeah. naked in a way that feels normal yeah. because it's like they've already laid the sheet out and then you have to like get under the sheet yeah. 
Do you know what I'm talking about? No, I feel that same way at the doctor's office when you <laughs> sit on those like day beds with like the paper on them. I just immediately crumple all the paper together. Yeah. And somehow my bare asshole is against the table. <laughs> yes. I'm like, how did I do this? But yes. Well, the paper's not doing anything. Yes. I'm like, wipe down. It would be so much quicker to wipe down. Actually, yeah, that. it would be. Um, so I did that. But yeah, I just take the blank. I'm like fully nude and I'm always scared. They're gonna be like, why are you naked? Yeah. It's just like they tell you and I always am like, do you want me to take my clothes off? And they're like, yes. Yes. Like, yes. Yeah. You've been here seven times. Like take your clothes off. And I'm like so nervous. And then I like get the, the blanket and I like stand and then on top of the table and then like slam down so it's over and it's yeah because I'm also so scared they're gonna come in and I, they give me two seconds and they're gonna come in and be fully nude yeah no that is true <sighs> like stressful I um when I got my legs lasered because I did like laser hair removal like I got completely nude because we're on the fucking 12th floor of this dermatology office and that day it the window cleaners are there <laughs> so I'm like oh my god like I'm just like wait that's so funny. I that was is like, such a funny sketch. Like <laughs> you getting like a full like like a like a vaginal yeah. assessment. Is that what they call it? And the window cleaners are like, what's going on in there? Yeah. I was like, of all the days to clean the fucking windows, because I was like, I'll get nude. It's the twelfth floor. No one's gonna look in. And then you just hear <laughs> the guy's pulling the thing to like pull himself up. Oh my god! Imagine the things they've seen. Mm-hmm. They've definitely seen people. Fucking oh, de- in the doc, it's all it's a doctor's office <laughs> no, tower. Other window cleaners. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but maybe at the doctor's office. Mm-hmm. Hello, everyone. It's Kendall, and I'm so excited today to share with you that today's episode is sponsored by Zocdoc. I love Zocdoc. We know it to be true. There are so many things in life that you have to compromise, especially because of budget, the clothes you buy, the food you buy, and healthcare should not be one of those things. No matter your budget, you should always be getting good care when it comes to your health. Check out ZocDoc, the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable, listen to, and prioritize your health. I use ZocDoc. I have a bunch of health issues, and it is so nice when a new one arises. For example, my feet randomly hurting so bad that I cannot walk anywhere. Um, I don't know an orthopedic doctor, so it's great to go on ZocDoc and make sure that I'm finding one um, that has a bunch of really good reviews from people who have used them before. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Go to ZocDoc.com BCC and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's ZocDoc.com BCC. ZocDoc.com BCC. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Speaking of window cleaners, mm-hmm. getting information from looking inside windows yes, and we- maybe drawing wrong conclusions. Yes. Today's topic is the new era of misinformation mm-hmm. online. Yes. What a great segue. Thank you so much. Window it wasn't cleaners. a reach at all. <laughs> window cleaners see something, get the wrong idea, <laughs> misinformation about the situation. They think maybe, oh, they see these two people. They say, oh, he's cheating on his wife. Yeah. Then they go tell someone, Meanwhile, they find out that is the wife. It's my dermatologist just <laughs> lasering my badge. <laughs> but yeah. The window cleaner's like sobbing. Yes. <laughs> the man's cheating on his wife. <laughs> like I'm getting laser hair removal. That's very funny. Um, yes, misinformation. I have definitely, uh, I'm a victim of this. Yeah. I always am spreading facts that are based on nothing. Yes. Um, and so, Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so do you create the false facts or are you someone who believes No, false? I believe. Anything you tell me, I'll believe. And yeah. I sometimes will share a fact that I realize I have been saying for years and has felt so true to me. And I'll realize like, oh, where I heard that was in third grade, a boy told me that. Yeah. And I've been carrying it all these years and I'm 23 years old now and I'll share it like I learned it in school and it like is not yeah. true. Yeah. And I'll have these moments of like, oh, my God, I've, that's so not true. I'm like realizing this fun fact is just like made up. Yeah. Sometimes I like hear something. It's not so much a lie. It's that I mishear what they say. Yeah. So like um, 
incontinence or like uh, or something like that. I always say incompetent. Like so like when a woman would say like my husband's incompetent, like talking about how he's like I mean uh, incontinent, I would like hear incompetent. I was like, he can't. He's so stupid he can't get you pregnant. Wait, what? So incontinence is like wait, wait, incontinence. Oh, I thought you were saying incontinence. <laughs> wait, no, incontinence is like they're in a con I thought like <laughs> every time they said my husband's incom incompetence. Wait, I no. thought he was in a continent. No, 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 sorry. Incontinence is when a person leaks urine by accident. <laughs> I'm talking about, oh my God, what is it where you can't... See, this is how misinformation is spread. ...produce sperm. That what? is so funny. Oh my God, what is it called? I don't know, but it's so, it's like basically, it, I'm not talking about peeing himself. I'm, I So I heard incompetent. Um, and so I was like, oh, my God, he whatever. Let's he pissed himself. <laughs> yes. He tried to get me pregnant, but oh he peed himself. <laughs> so what's the big problem with misinformation online? Kendall, take it away. <laughs> well, a recent study from the NewsGuard found that one in five TikTok videos contain misinformation on topics ranging from COVID-19 vaccines to the Russia-Ukraine war. Um, and we've seen it with everything. Mm -hmm. People, I just trust random people. Like yeah. if a woman comes on and she's like, here's what's wrong with you. I will be like, tell me. Yeah. I know you, whatever you're going to say to me is correct. And I will buy whatever she's selling and I will do exactly what she says. And I will be like, I will not be good until I do exactly what she says. And it's just like, a usually they're 14. Yes. yes. Usually it is a child. I watched a, like a five minute TikTok video of a 13 year old doing a makeup routine. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. What products are she using? <laughs> and I'm like, Kendall, grow up. Um, Google, by comparison, provided higher quality and less polarizing results with far less misinformation. The same researchers who found that TikTok's search engine is consistently feeding millions of young users health misinformation, including some claims that could be dangerous to users' health. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like I found that with uh, the dog food trends of like feeding your dog an all raw meat diet. Have you yeah. seen those? No. Where they're like, here's what I feed scruffy every single morning mm -hmm. one head of a goose one cow intestine one cat brain yeah and they do they put all this stuff into this bowl the dog's like a big a big dog um and i was like oh should i be feeding my dog like raw goose head goose heads <laughs> she the thought of my dog who's very small eating a raw goose head is very funny to me <laughs> she would be horrified but then I asked my vet about it, not about the raw stuff, but I was like, these people are putting blueberries in the diet. Like, they're putting pumpkin and, like, all this yeah. stuff. Like, should I be doing that with my dog? And they were like, no. Like, no. Yeah. It's, like, not. It's no. Like, yeah. first of all, your dog is so small that it could eat, like, one blueberry. And then two, more than that is too much. One blueberry is literally going to do nothing. Yeah. And also, like, dog food is made. Like, good dog food brands are, like, made to have all the nutrients that they need. Mm -hmm. You don't need to be putting, like like cow intestines in your dog's food yeah and for some dogs it's really bad for them um so that's one thing that made me think of <laughs> for example a search for does mugwort induce abortion that sounds like a harry potter thing <laughs> <laughs> it does sound like a harry potter thing received over a dozen results that advocate for unproven herbal abortion methods that is deeply upsetting mm -hmm. um because also, probably people searching that didn't have another choice. Because I don't think that would be my first choice to no. look up how to, that I, should, well, I don't know what a mugwort is, yeah. but I don't want it in my body. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. Growing evidence implicates social media's recommendation algorithm in the spread of misinformation and violent content. Researchers have coined the concept of algorithmic radicalization to describe how recommendation algorithms drive users towards more extreme content. According to a Pew Research Service study, 86% of U.S. adults said that they get their news from a smartphone. This can increase the potential for misinformation spreading. Mm -hmm. I feel like, yeah, so with your For You page, your content is curated towards what you're interested in. So if you're like, if you watch one conspiracy theory, they're probably going to suggest it again. And then you're going to keep watching conspiracy yep. theories. And now you're in QAnon. You know, it's just like a slippery slope. And the same thing with like medical misinformation. It's crazy how like, it's crazy how that happens. Yeah, one hundred percent. And it's, I think, rather than reading an article, when you see a person talk about something, you like trust it more. Mm -hmm. Like if a woman's like, "I've been a nurse for twenty years," yeah, and I'm gonna tell you, 
rubbing your shit on your face is good for you. I'd be like, okay. Yeah. Like, I, why would she say that if it wasn't true? Like, yeah. she obviously knows that something that I don't know. <laughs> yes. And you just, like, trust them. Where If I read that online in an article, in an alternate universe where I read articles, I would be like, that's absolutely crazy. You yeah. know what I mean? Because yeah. I'm like, I should trust this woman. She's been a nurse for 20, 20 years. years. Yeah. I'll trust anything she says. <laughs> yes. So how does social media help spread misinformation? Um, you know, this is a quote. I feel like social media increases the speed at which misinformation and rumors can transfer. They grow more sensational as they pass from person to person. Yeah, it's like medical telephone. You know, yeah. mugwort induces abortion. And then by the end of it, it's like mugwort has killed 20 million babies across the U.S. Yeah. Yeah. And so whether purposefully or inadvertently, uh, that can make it hard to identify the source and come up with a solution, said we're citing a 16-year-old, 16-year-old <laughs> Sophia Williams, a co-director of Teen for Press Freedom. Okay, so she she's trying to combat this, so this makes sense. But she is an expert. So uh, my instinct was that this quote was just from a TikTok. I was like, yeah, yeah so this is what we're talking about. <laughs> this is actually just, just yes. Uh, people tend to believe fake news in video more because when they see something in action with their own this eyes. Is what I said. Uh, they have more faith that it's credible, according to S. Shyman Sundar, a Penn State University professor and co-director of the college's Media Effects Research Laboratory. You're like, you know what? I am manipulated. And then we read this, and Kendall is the type of person to be manipulated. I am. Yes. There are different social media sites. Ampli- um, different social media sites amplify misinformation to different degrees. An analysis from the Integrity Institute found. Twitter had the biggest mis- misinformation application factor. And I know that they had that. You're not on Twitter. No, I deleted my Twitter. God damn. I never used it. And also, it was embarrassing because it, it was a lot of me tweeting at YouTubers when I was 13. Yeah. So I had to delete it. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's funny. I Everyone, Twitter is a fucking nightmare. But it's a nightmare that I've come to love. Yeah. You know? Do you like that Elon Musk owns it now? No, I fucking <laughs> hate him. The I'm gonna, uh, yeah, I'm scared of him. But like, what I think is, um, there used to be when Twitter was not owned by Elon Musk, or actually maybe it was, they added like a context suggestion or like a research cited where like you could tweet something like, um, Hillary Clinton is now gay, and yeah. then the context bar would pop up. This is not true, you know. Yes, like and they don't have that anymore. They don't have that anymore. But like, I thought it was really funny because there'd be things that are obvious jokes where yeah. they're like. Fact check, not correct. Yeah. You know? That's so funny. That is so good that they had that. I can't believe they took it away. It's well, very odd, yeah. too, because they're like, that's not freedom of speech. I'm like, that is freedom of speech. You can say it, mm-hmm. but someone's got to be like, but just so we know. Yeah, well, Elon Musk fired, like, 80% of Twitter. So, like, anyone, it, it, that's running on, like, you know, popsicle sticks and glue at this point. Man. Mm-hmm. I can't even go down that rabbit hole of talking about Elon Musk because <laughs> I'll be here. we'll be here for 45 more minutes. Yeah. Um... So let's see. Where were we at? I'm sorry. TikTok was second to Twitter. It's different social media sites. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. Um, TikTok was second to Twitter in terms of the spread of misinformation since its users' machine learning models to predict engagement and made recommendations to its users. So, yeah, your For You page is curated for what you watch. Mine, unfortunately, at this point, so I like to do my makeup and, like, exercise when I'm on TikTok. And so, like, I choose content that is longer. And so usually if it's longer, it means it's a rant. And so my entire For You page right now is just ranting about men. And I'm like, I don't hate it, but like sometimes yeah. you want to laugh. And now I'm, I have to listen to this woman talk about how her husband left the baby in the snow for like 30 minutes. And I was like, <laughs> God, I fucking, I'm, now I'm pissed, you know? Yeah. Yeah. My For You page is only moms. I think I've told you this before. Mm-hmm. It's just like moms, moms making their kids food, moms making their kids lunch, moms setting up the nursery. I'm like, I don't understand. I'm not going to have children. I don't know why. Yeah. This is being, this is all I see. It's just mom content. <laughs> yes. And like Midwestern moms. Like mm-hmm. everyone has a Yeti. Well, I mean, you have a character that's a Midwestern mom. Yeah, but that's not me. It doesn't know that. But doesn't, it, that's crazy to think about. Maybe that's true. Yeah, because you are doing a character that Midwestern moms can relate to. So you're engaging with more Midwestern moms than usual. That's probably true. Yeah. I wish that would end because, no, I like engaging with the Midwestern moms, but I don't want to see them. Here's how I fix my kids' diaper. <laughs> yes. yeah, I don't want to look at them. Yes. I don't want to look at them in the eyes. I thought this was crazy. Facebook had the most instances of misinformation, but amplified such claims to a lesser degree. I would assume that Facebook is the biggest cesspool. Yes, 100%. Yeah. Also because of the demographic that's on yeah. Facebook. But you say that, like the demographic, like face older people are on Facebook like, oh my God, Joe Biden just nuked Canada. Yeah. 
and there's like this fake graphic that's just like horrendous. But like the, on TikTok, it's also happening to Gen Z and the millennials. Yes, 100%. Yeah. It's the same exact thing. Although, it, you know, I think that we at least have an awareness of like what Photoshop is mm -hmm. and that like, and just like, <laughs> this sounds really rude. Logical thinking skills is what I want to say. Yeah. I remember seeing a photo when Trump, Donald Trump was president. There was a photo of him on a, uh, like a rescue raft mm -hmm. in a full suit. This was photoshopped, obviously, mm -hmm. saving people from a flood. And he had his hand out, like saving someone from a flood in a rescue raft. And it was like, I never saw Obama do this. Mm -hmm. And I was like, why would Donald Trump? First of all, <laughs> if Donald Trump was rescuing people on a raft, that would actually be so unhelpful. Like, why yeah. is he doing that? He's not trained in that. Mm -hmm. He's the president, so he yeah. should be doing something else. Yes. There are rescue people who already do that. And also, if he did do it, he would not wear a full suit to yes. do it. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. And so, obviously, it's this, like, Photoshopped picture. Yeah. And they Photoshopped him onto a rescuer. But I people believed it. Like, they didn't even think for a second, like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And so, the I think the level of misinformation on... Facebook, like how unbelievable it is, yeah. is higher than other places. Yeah. Sometimes on TikTok, I'm like, I don't know, I could believe it. Yeah. But on Facebook, it's just a free-for-all. Like they will be yeah. like Hillary Clinton is gay. The most unbelievable thing we could think. <laughs> yes. Um, so Instagram has the lowest misinformation uh, Oh my God. Instagram uh -oh. has the lowest misinformation amplification rate, which does make sense because it's yeah. largely visual. I mean, actually, no. I'm going to say like it's a different type of misinformation in that People don't look like that. Yeah. There we go. That's true. That's mm. true. And now it's starting to just be like TikTok, I feel like, because they're like pushing yeah. reels and stuff. But yeah, I agree. Um, yes. There was not enough data to estimate YouTube's amplification rate, but I'm sure it's a lot. Oh, yeah. Because you can talk more and lie more. <laughs> yeah. But there are tech companies that profit from the spread of, uh, spread of misinformation. Kendall, take it away. Technology and telecommunication analyst Roger Entner of Reckon and this is tough. This is a big <laughs> one. This is a big yes. sentence. Oh, technology and telecommunications analyst Roger Entner of Reckon Analytics stated, "It is really easy and free to join the platform. There's no profit in deleting the misinformation and preventing provocateurs to post it." Mm -hmm. Actually, the platform. Wait, what platform is he talking about? All of them. Oh, all of them. Actually, the platform profit from it because the more outrageous the content, the more people interact with it, which is very true. Mm -hmm. This type of engagement is what the platform, the platforms are, this type of engagement was with, I'm so sorry, here we go. This type of engagement is what the platforms are looking for, people reacting to things. It doesn't matter if it's true or false as long as they're engaged. Mm-hmm. And that's like uh, click farm content where it's like they do something crazy just so like you s save it or you like repost it and you're like, who the fuck does this? Yeah. Like oftentimes if you see like a woman making a crazy recipe where there's like 17 blocks of cheese and yes. one egg, you're like, this is nasty. It's you're meant to say it's nasty. So they get engagement with that page. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. like people will make a video that's like fully normal. It's, it's like a cleaning video or something. But they'll like put. I, I, like a tampon in yeah. the freezer. So then there's like 700 comments of like, why did anyone else see the tampon in the freezer? Yeah. And I'll do that sometimes with videos, not the tampon thing, but I'll like put in a specific that's like, if you just say like a city, yeah. that people like a random city in the US, mm -hmm. the video will have 400 comments being like, I can't believe she said this city in Idaho. Yeah, dude, that's like with, um. oh my gosh, it's like those news reports where it's like, five people shot in Indianapolis and all the comments are like, oh my God. I live in Indianapolis. <laughs> I live in Indianapolis. <laughs> I went there last year. And you're like, that's not the important part. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's like, I just posted a video on Palm Springs. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a comedy video. It's nothing really to do with Palm Springs. All the comments. Is that Palm Springs? Yeah. I've been to Palm Springs before. Mm -hmm. My grandma lives in Palm Springs. Yeah. I'm like, that's amazing. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, there's no downside to... There's no downside in the anonymous multimedia world. Oh, sorry. There's also no downside in the anonymous multimedia world, but even when high-profile people spread lies, there are no repercussions. Everything gets sacrificed on the altar of monetization through engagement. True. And then falsehoods do spread farther than truth on social media, obviously, according to an MIT study. I feel like, yeah, because it's funner to believe a lie than the truth. Oh, yeah. I love those videos that are mm -hmm. like, like, 
here's five, like five photos that prove dinosaurs are living right now. Yeah. And you know, I'm like, I'm staying till the end of this video. Yes, yes. And I don't want to hear any, but then it'll be like five historical facts about past presidents. And I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. Thank you. I'm not interested in that. So tweets containing falsehoods reached 1,500 people on Twitter six times faster than truthful tweets, a new study from MIT reveals. Whereas the truth rarely reached more than 1,000 Twitter users, the top 1% of false news stories routinely reached well over 10,000 people, and false news propagated faster and wider um, for all forms of news. But the problem was particularly evident for political news, the study found. Yeah, like it's fine to lie about like, you know, I am the tallest person in Southern California versus like I am cousins with Vladimir Putin, you yes. know, or something like that. Yes. I mean, there's full TikTok accounts where people are like, is this a lie or is this not a lie? Yeah. Like this whole person has created their whole thing on a lie. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, that and that's so crazy. So then when research controlled the bo- okay so f- oh yeah so when research controlled for bots to see if they were prim- primarily helping to spread misinformation they found that human beings were responsible for a variety of fake news rather than bots yeah <laughs> so embarrassing to conduct a study and be like it's probably the bots yeah <laughs> it's probably the bots that are doing this and they're like 100% not bots are much even the porn bots are smarter than like normal human beings yeah the beings. porn bots are like i listen to MSNBC. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Or they're like, um, contrary to popular belief, local singles are not in your area. <laughs> but we do have porn on this website. Yeah. Yes. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm -hmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. So social media can make it very difficult to verify information. Cross-posting of content among platforms in particular can place barriers to verifying information. Instagram meme pages frequently include screenshots or tweets or reposts of TikToks, discouraging users from clicking into the usernames or otherwise checking the source. Necessary contacts like editing, necessary contacts like editing, filters, and or what, whether the post is satirical might be omitted and lead to misinformation when content is posted to other platforms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like so uh, tweets will get posted to Instagram. And so also the platforms want to keep you on the platform. Yeah. So like you the, you probably can't like link that well to external sources or you wouldn't want to do that because you want to keep your audience on the platform and engaged. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah. We're going <laughs> to talk about your generation, Gen Z. Gen and misinformation. Z. Or you are Gen Z. Yep. I'm a millennial. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm. Gen- I know. I. It's so funny. I really don't like connect with Gen Z very much because I am the late. I think I'm the last year of Gen Z. Are you ninety? I'm ninety nine. Good God. <laughs> okay, keep going. <laughs> Process. Take it in. Um, I was born in ninety nine, and I. Well, I'm one of the last years, at least, of Gen Z, and I have all, only older siblings. Yeah. So all the media that I in took was like millennial content yeah pretty much and also we didn't have very much money so i wasn't like uh you know on your game boy oh no i had a game boy okay then you did have a lot of money (laughs) and i actually had a ds actually i was rich (laughs) um no but i i just like can we we didn't have all the up like usually i got a lot of hand-me-downs you know i got a lot of new clothes too i was fine i had a great childhood to be clear but i wasn't like i did get hand-me-downs and i got like toys that my sister would play with sometimes I also got new toys. I'm not trying to. My, my poor bread. mom's probably watching this. She's like, she's like, I, we I bought you a bunch of shit. What are you yeah, talking we, about? Well, we did, of course, but of course, you get little hand me downs and you play with toys. Or like, my sister was really into video games. She 
or a certain video game that was big with millennials, but then she kept playing it, so then I wanted to play it, and then I played it. So I don't know. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like I connect with millennials more than I connect with Gen Z. Mm-hmm. And my age, I think they actually have a specific name for my generation that's like in between Gen Z and millennial. Yeah. I'm technically Gen Z, but like technology was not around when I was in early school. Yeah. Like when I was in middle school, we did not have like tablets or iPhones or things like that. But then we like switched over halfway through yeah. my schooling. So that's it. That is thing. true. Were, were you ever on MySpace? Yes, I was on MySpace. Oh, so yeah. But I was a, I should not have been on MySpace. Yeah. And I had like, yeah, I did a lot of things like that because my siblings didn't. I wanted to do what my siblings were doing, yeah. who were millennials. And um, yeah, I think I had a MySpace, but like I didn't have any friends. Maybe my mom was my only friend on it or something like that. Yeah. Um, but I did all that, did all that stuff. I watched like the millennial shows. Yeah. Like I, I loved like Doug and Keenan yeah. and Kel and like all that type of stuff. Were you on AIM? AIM? No. I was. Um, that's the where I learned to sext. Uh, there was these wow. two. How old were you? I was 12, 11. There you go. Um, and there was these two men in Bahrain who um, we like flirted with each other. I flirted with them both simultaneously. They were also friends and we would send gross mess. I know that they were creepy perverts. Oh, yeah. But I like that's where I learned how to write down my thoughts. <laughs> Those are all yes. the thoughts you had. Yeah, well, all mean, my thoughts were sexting. And all they my, all, went all my gross new thoughts. You know, <laughs> the first time I feel like I did something like sexual on a video game <laughs> to take a bit of a leap. <laughs> the from first this time, topic. yeah, the first time. I don't do it anymore. But it was like you know when you're like so young and you like have these sexual feelings, but you like literally do not know what to do with them, and you don't yeah. even really know what they are. And there was a Tinkerbell video game that was through Disney Channel, I think. Um, and you could be Tinkerbell, but you could also be a boy Tinkerbell, which yeah. like, nobody chose because it was only really girls playing the game. Yeah. Um, but I, unknowingly that I was, a le- I did not know I was a lesbian at the time, would go on and be a boy. And then I would go like hug the other Tinkerbells. <laughs> you would not just daily. Because <laughs> you couldn't like, it was only three options. It was like hug, say hello, like smile at like they yeah. it was not a very interactive game and I would always go give them a hug and then I'd be like and then I'd follow some of them around yeah like if I really liked one of them I'd like follow her around <laughs> it was weird um, so Gen Z and misinformation <laughs> so that's what being Gen Z is mm-hmm. for those of you who did not know um, Gen Z and misinformation Gen Z is susceptible to misinformation due to the amount of time they spend on the internet and how much information they consume mm-hmm. I feel like everyone's on their phone a lot yeah well, you do sound like a millennial. Actually, you sound like Gen X right now. What's up with these kids and their damn iPhones? <laughs> That's how I feel. That's how I feel. Let's get off our screens and connect. Yes. All right? Like what I used to. Um, but anyway, so I think everyone is vulnerable. Well, I, I don't think. This is what this says. I think everyone is vulnerable to misinformation, but teenagers are especially susceptible with how much they spend on the internet. For so long, we dismissed young people as being digital natives, but you're not born with the ability to discern quality piece of info from junk online mm-hmm. said alexa voland the okay. news literacy project senior manager of educator professional learning How young? um yeah it's hard to decide what's real and what's not real and i think it's also as you get older you're like oh people lie all the time but as a yeah. kid you're like why would this person lie yeah why would anyone lie to me yeah and like i think i also honestly until recently was like well everybody believes what they believe like yeah if you're like a diehard, like Baptist Christian and mm-hmm. work at a church and that's your life, like you really believe. I don't agree with you, but you wholeheartedly believe that. Yeah. And I think that like coming to terms with that, like, no, some people just like want money and mm-hmm. like literally don't believe what they're saying is very hard to process. Yeah. I think like, um, yeah, I also think that's like an ADHD thing where like I'm very like literal sometimes mm-hmm. where like and so I yeah I feel yes yeah yeah like I would be like why back to this nurse I'm talking about I'm always saying nurse because I remember at the beginning of COVID this nurse when we like didn't really know what was happening and there wasn't even really like a political side of it as much yeah and she was talking about why masks don't work yeah and she was like I've been a nurse for 30 years and here's why a mask does not what the fuck every mask I've ever dated had a job Sorry. But, um, that was a good one. <laughs> okay, sorry. That was a good one. You gotta put that in your stand-up set on February. <laughs> no, so. I we're doing a gay stand-up set. Every every mask there's gonna be like, shut the shut fuck up. up. But she was like, masks don't work. Yeah. Never have jobs. That was a really that was a good one. Masks don't work. 
and I didn't believe her, but I was like, why would she be saying that? She must have some knowledge that I don't, I don't know anything. I mean, I yeah. didn't even go to, I didn't go to college. I have no idea. Well, how, how am I supposed to know? This woman went to medical school. She's worked, she's working in a COVID unit. Yeah. Why would she, she would know, right? Do you yeah. know what I mean? And it's just like learning that like, no matter what profession, there are people who are stupid. This is going to sound crazy. I don't believe a lot of medical professionals because yeah. my mom is a doctor and she's batshit. So, like, whenever I hear uh, the nurse is not a qualifier where I'm like, I mean, I do understand. Like, if I know that you're trustworthy, but I it, just because you say you're a medical professional doesn't mean that I immediately believe you. Yeah, but if your mom was like, oh, you have a fever, you'd probably be like, yeah, okay, objectively true. But if she's like, you know, you don't need to take vitamins and um, your hymen's not real or it grows back every three years, I'd be like, no, mom, you know. Well, that's like Ben Carson is like a surgeon. Yeah. It's like crazy. Like, how can you believe so little in science and be a surgeon? Well, a lot of people just in that position have a God complex. Like they yeah. say, I'm not shit talking every nurse, but like nurse it, the f- women to nursing is like men to cops yeah. where you have power over someone who is a, in a vulnerable position. Yeah. And so like that's why you'll see that happen a lot, not all the time. That's interesting. I've never thought about it in that way. But I will say, and I know many nurses who are incredible. My my, I, I know some incredible people who are nurses, but also I um, – a lot of girls who bullied me in high school are nurses. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm very pro-nurse. To end on that note, I love mm-hmm. nurses and I appreciate everything I'm you do. Very pro-medicine. <laughs> um, Gen Z utilizes social media for news. Teens use TikTok and Instagram to get news about topics like climate change, the war in Ukraine, and social justice protests. It's so hard because I know if you were to be like, would you recommend getting your news from the internet? Mm-hmm. For, or not from the internet, but from like social media. Yeah. I'd be like, no. But... If I hear anyone, it doesn't matter who they are, telling me facts, my brain is going to remember that fact. Yeah. Like, my brain is going to be like, okay, that is something now I know. Yeah. And it's like when you read articles. Like, I'll, 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 you'll read a headline, but not the article. Yeah. And even though if someone was like, well, do you know a lot about that thing? I'd be like, no, but I do know this one fact that I read, which is the title of the article. That is very true. And maybe if I read the article, I'd be like, that's not even true. Yeah. I. Um, this is something that I've said, like, a lot. Um, I feel like... TikTok is a great place for misinformation, but it's also a great place to learn. And most social media sites do have a lot of misinformation, but they also like it's a way to connect with the people, especially if there are these social justice movements. Um, And so like whenever I hear someone who's fucking 30 say I'm way too old to be online or TikTok or that's for the kids. Social media is not going away. Also, there's more to social media than just memes and dancing there's also you know you can find out about these movements you can find about what's happening in the middle east you can find about what's happening in ukraine because the these news articles aren't covering it like because it's dangerous so you get to see people like from ukraine who are like this is what is happening in my town and you would only see that if you were online yeah yeah and there are people who are really i mean uh, there are people who are qualified to be news anchors who are on TikTok doing the same. They're citing their sources the same mm-hmm. way. They're, one of my favorite people is, uh, do you know Under the Desk News? Yes. I love her. Yeah. Them. I'm sorry. I love them. <laughs> um, yeah. my And my mom loves them, too. Mm-hmm. And it is great because I'm like, yeah, you can. They cover things sometimes. And I'm like, you would never. That would never be on the news. Yeah. It's awesome. Anyways. <laughs> So Gen Z might not realize how much social media impacts them. With social media, teens are constantly exposed to misinformation and sensationalist headlines. Teens might not realize how social media impacts how they consume information. I mean, I feel like that could be said about, like, yeah, that makes sense. I think they do realize it, but it's not like a super big, you know, talking point. Like, yeah, social media has shortened our attention spans. Like, like you'll see people, like a fucking... Family Guy clip and then beneath it is someone filling a pipe with cigarettes and then putting cement over it and you're like why do I need two dueling videos on the same video you know yeah oh that's so true I've really never thought about that because they always have the ones where they're scoop at least for me they're scooping the paint or cement or something out Mm -hmm. of a bucket and there's like Cheerios on it yes (laughs) what What is is this it's like with a pretty little, this? With the pretty this? little liars clip. <laughs> you're like, why is this up? And then, but you're like, which one do I watch right now? <laughs> and, and sadly, it's I always am mostly watching the person scooping the cement. Yes, yes. I'm like, why is this so incredible to watch? So, how is Gen Z better than older generations at identifying? I can tell you. Just yes. end it there. How is Gen Z better than yes. other generations? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. 
Um, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, no, you can read it. You can read it. <laughs> I don't want to read tell it. Tell me I'm the... Okay, fine. I am the older generation. The mere fact that Gen Zers display skepticism on of social media posts and place a value on authenticity makes them responsive to fact-checking, said Jeff Hancock. Um, a Stanford communications professor studied the psychology of social media users. Gen Z has been online for a larger part of Gen Z's life, so they're not falling for the same fake news stories their parents may have fallen for. Gen Zers are generally very apt at being able to trace the origins of stories or discern the authenticity of a viral story online. I feel like where it gets dicey is, um, like you said, like older generations, they don't know what Photoshop is. So you yeah. can, it can be bad. They will believe the bad. With, um, to lie, to get misinformation to Gen Z or millennials, half of it has to be the truth and half of it mm -hmm. has to be a lie. You have to present it in a believable way. Yeah. You know, you can't Photoshop Donald Trump in the middle of the ocean on a raft, yeah. saving people like swimming from Cuba. Yes. You know, it's that's not you're not going to believe that because his tan would get fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But like, with Gen Z, like you have like this is so bad. My dad is very like not a pathological liar, but it's um, what's that thing where you lie when you don't think you don't think about it? Pathological. <laughs> no, Im no uh, sorry, impulsive lie. Oh, an impulse. I see what you're saying. Pathological yes, yes, yes. is when it ruins your life. Like the people sure. who like um, lie like about. Camp. Yeah, being a millionaire or having cancer, like impulse, like it's just like a lie to lie. So like my dad's like the best lies are half the truth. So like and uh, so that made me worry of everything else he ever said. But he touched you the important stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like um, that's how with Gen Z, I feel like they do fall for it, where it's 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 communicated in a convincing way. Yes. By like people who are nurses or claim trustworthy. To be. Yes. Yeah. That and it's so true because there's things that I have seen like Gen X or boomers fall for that I'm shocked by. Yeah. Like I had signed up for, there was a time during the pandemic, you know, where Donald Trump had that rally and then a bunch of people signed up for seats yeah. and then like didn't go. And then he was like, we're going to have a million people at this rally. And then like yeah. 20 people were there. So I'd signed up for that to pull a little prank on our president. And, uh, then after that, I still get emails yeah. because he thinks not he, but the, the, his people who work for him think that I, I'm voting for Donald Trump. So they send me all the emails. Like I'm on the email list. And the emails are literally like, Dear Kendall, Donald Trump had me email you specifically. He only asked me to email you because he knows you are his biggest supporter. Yeah. And like he's appreciated all the work you've done for this campaign. I've done nothing. I don't like Donald Trump, <laughs> to be clear. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he wanted us to like reach out to you and make sure that you're going to be at this rally or at this thing or at this event or wherever. Yeah. And he wants to like personally thank you because he loves you so much. And I'm like, there are people who believe this. Yeah. Like, they go to these rallies because they're like, Donald Trump literally knows who I am and asked for me to be here. Yeah. It's so wild. Well, that branches into like parasocial relationships. Yeah. Like that's reinforcing like that's Everything that you just said is like what you should not tell like a subscriber on YouTube. I know you are my biggest fan because that just that just uh, encourages stalkers. Honestly, yeah. yeah, yes, and it's so wild because I'm like, yeah, so a Gen Z mm -hmm. person, unless they have uh, maybe one, what, but like for the most part, Gen Z would never believe something like that. Yeah, they would be like, obviously, Donald Trump does not know who I am. Yeah, I'd be like top fifty fans, not the biggest. It, the exactly, yeah, exactly. The effectiveness of fact-checking measures. Major social media platforms have fact-checking measures and label to combat misinformation. There are labels, disclaimers for posts that may include misinformation or misleading information. There are specific disclaimers for COVID-19 information. It's easy to find misleading fal false posts without fact-checking or disclaimers. Social media platforms attempt to remove posts with misinformation, but many remain online. I know, like, during the height of the pandemic, um, whenever you posted anything about COVID, there was that little warning thing that popped up. Yeah. Like, that would be on your story. And I, it's not misinformation, but on TikTok, I often see, like, when a dangerous stunt is performed, like, they now have that label. Yeah. It's like, this is done by a professional do not attempt at home. Yeah. You know, and I'm on my way out the door to get my ATV. Wearing your skates already. And I'm like, are you fucking serious? Yeah. Okay, mom, we got to go back inside. <laughs> she takes the ball gag out of her mouth. And she's like, fuck, you know? <laughs> oh, man. That's very funny. Yeah. <laughs> That's very funny. It was so genuine. It's very, very funny. Mm. Seriously, very funny. You know I think something's funny if I go, That's very funny. Yeah. It's like I have to make sure you know. But it sounds so sarcastic. Really but it's not. I know it does. <laughs>
And then it sounds more sarcastic the more I say it. You sound like Purd Happily from Parks and Rec. I, you know, that's my favorite character from Parks and Rec. Is Purd? Yeah. <laughs> that is very funny. <laughs> and you're like, okay, That Purd. is very funny. Mm-hmm. That joke you told is a joke that we are hearing now in the studio. Yes. And I did laugh. <laughs> He's so funny. Second to, um, who's the guy, um, who's the guy who's like really into fitness? Uh, Chris Traeger. Chris Traeger is my yeah. second favorite character. Uh huh. I think every single person in that show is neurodivergent in some way. 100%. Besides probably Donna, I think, well, no. No, Donna's definitely not. Honestly, I don't think Gary, well, maybe, but they're, Anne for sure. Anne. Oh my fucking God, I hate Anne. Anne, the way they took Anne. Like, the direction they took Anne is a crime. I have never known a more useless character in a TV show than Anne Perkins. Unacceptable. And she was, like, fine in the beginning, and then they made her, like, dumb. Mm-hmm. And I was like, she's not dumb. She hasn't been dumb the, dumb the entire series, and all of a sudden she's like, I my whole thing is that I'm stupid. So there's this phenomenon in movie movies and TV shows yeah. where it's called, I think it's, like, a, based on Ned Flanders from The Simpsons, mm-hmm. where the, uh, one certain characteristic of the character just takes over the entire character. Yeah. So he was minorly Christian, like, Ned Flanders was minorly Christian, and then that became his entire personality. Yeah. Have you ever seen Community? Yes. Um, Britta was originally just a hot girl who, yes. you know, kind of was stupid about the environment but cared and then it became she's an idiot and has like all these like woke social justice things it's where the one characteristic takes over the entire character yes yeah so that would be what happened that's having Anne Perkins I was yeah. like, she's a nurse and she was so motivated to get that pit fucking filled in yes and then literally by the end they were like and do you know how to spell your name and she was like no I like my boyfriend and I'm like what is this this yeah. is so bizarre not a fan but what? I do Yes. Love the actor. <laughs> Inflator, okay. Sorry. Do these fact-checking measures work? Um, basically, yes and no. Um, even though with the fact-checking warnings are successful. We both have ADHD. I'm sorry. Uh, wait, do you say... <laughs> well, never actually, one second. Um, they're successfully applied to misinformation. Their impact may be reduced by lack of trust. According to a pointer study, 70% of Republicans and 50% of Americans overall think that fact-checkers are biased and distrust fact-checking corrections. 70% of Republicans just believe in God. Like that's <laughs> a, So, of course, they don't believe in facts. Do you know what conspiracy theory I heard? that I'm not usually a conspiracy theorist, but I really... I'm like, this could be true. What? Is that, you know, there was, like, lead in everything Yeah. back in the day? Yeah. Back in the time when, like, boomers were growing up, and apparently a symptom of lead poisoning is, by the way, this is probably misinformation, so be aware, but a symptom of lead poisoning is paranoia. No, and yeah. so there's some conspiracies like all boomers have lead poisoning. That's not a conspiracy. That's very it's true. It's true. It's called <laughs> lead encephalopathy. <laughs> yes. Like, they'll just really believe yeah. anything. Yes. Then I'm like, how do you believe that? Yeah, it's just like, well, I mean, people are like, Paranoia does like weird things to a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, it's like, um, just think about like, this is a very minor example. Like if you're alone and you just had something bad happen to you and you're n- you don't talk to a friend or like you don't have any physical contact with someone to comfort you, yeah. you're probably, your brain's going to spiral a bit. But like if you, so that's, I mean, that, so think about like, I mean, paranoia, you just, paranoia is horrible, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't explain that properly. But. <laughs> What types of fact-checking are effective? There are two types of labels used by Facebook and other social media companies. False tags, labels that partially obscure... I'm so sorry. I'm so bad at reading. False tags, labels... Oh, my God. It's okay. False tags, label that partially obscures a a post post by saying it is false information checked by independent fact-checkers. Journalistic fact-checks, these both flag a post as false and provide information rebuting the false claim with links to additional information. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. So, so the first one is just anybody could do it? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like a moderator for reality. But they are they like qualified or is it just anybody could do it? I mean, I think like anyone can. Well, I actually do, I have no idea okay. if they're des- designated as a uh, position. Well, okay, there you go. Past research has found that false tags can effectively combat political misinformation, but they proved ineffective in countering misinformation about COVID-19. One study by Kreiner and Krupp found that while false tags are ineffective, journalistic fact checks may may help combat misinformation. When they are um, deployed, journalistic facts 
checks appear promising, providing factual information as an antiseptic to online misinformation. You got that. <laughs> My brain is like, stop! I mean, I still hard. (laughs) No, I'm so bad at reading. Oh my gosh, I have a therapist, but I was looking for a second therapist, and um, I was like interviewing them. Like I was talking, you have to do like an initial phone call. They're like 15 to 20 minutes. The first one that I was talking to, really great, and then the second one was talking so slow, but what she was saying made sense but i could not for the life of me understand what she was saying yeah that's gonna be when people listen to this podcast and i try to read anything you ever listen to a scottish person speak english no well what do you mean like what do you mean okay so they're like scottish they they, when they speak english the accent is so thick oh sure that that's how it like for people with adhd it's like Sometimes it's like listening to a Scottish person speak English where they are speaking English, but you have to really look at them Mm -hmm. and like ask them to slow down what they're saying. And that's like a large part of like having ADHD, too. Well, it's like when I read that, if I'm really having a tough time with the words, like I have no idea what I'm reading. Yeah. I keep just stop. I'll end reading and I'll just look at you because I'm like, I could have read a crazy fact yes. and I have no idea what I'm You're I just, just reading your Miranda rights and I'm like, <laughs> yes, fact checking information. Because my brain is literally just like, the inner monologue is like, you can do it, 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 slow down, just try your best. It's so sad. Yeah, I feel that. Um, so yeah, I don't know what I read, but <laughs> mm-hmm. misinformation, um, examples of misinformation on TikTok, using the mugwort tea to induce abortion crazy mm-hmm. don't COVID. do that COVID-19 vaccine misinformation yeah and and what's this is back to what I said earlier because I clicked this link mm-hmm. and it goes to a documentary that is so professionally made yeah and everyone talking in this documentary is like in a blazer yeah and automatically I'll trust you wearing a blazer I'm like you know everything you're smarter than me yeah wearing a blazer sitting in a chair they seem so reputable and they're telling you these facts like they are facts like they're real is real and everything they're saying is just like wrong yeah and it's a full production every person it's a full documentary i can't express enough i am like so worried about you (laughs) me too (laughs) i'm so scared i'm so scared (laughs) because i literally was like this looks real but Mm. obviously i know because i like am an educated person that like what they're saying is not true but it feels so true where i'm like if i was and I think you hear about a lot of people's grandparents go through this who, like, were liberal. Yeah. And then all of a sudden are, like, conservative. And I'm like, well, they grew up in a time when, like, news was news. Like, news was facts. Like, news is where they got what was going on yeah. in the world. And so they'll turn on Fox News now and be like, well, I'm just, like, this is the news. Mm-hmm. And they're not like, do I need to, like, decipher what is true and what's a lie and what they're being paid to say? Because they, like, don't even think about that existing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is very true. <laughs> And with that, that wraps up our segment on misinformation. We do actually have um, someone in the studio who has been accused of spreading misinformation. And we want to get their side of the story, if it's true or not. Yeah. So I'm going to head to the bathroom and hopefully I'll make it back for the interview. But if I don't, I'm excited to hear what you ask him. (laughs) Okay. You're in for the long haul. All right. So we will be right back. Welcome to the VCC Club. On today's episode, we are interviewing someone who has been accused of spreading misinformation. Uh, What is your name? My name is Isaac Schlarp. Mm -hmm. How old are you, Isaac? I'm 19 years old. Mm -hmm. I'm a student at the Treasure Valley Community College in Oregon, and I run a TikTok account where I share facts and history. Can you give us an example of something you've made up in the past? Yeah, I said that oat milk was semen. Uh Uh-huh. Is it not? It is. Okay. And what was the comment section like when you posted that fact? People were horrified. Yeah. People couldn't believe it. And some people said, I'm never buying this again. Mm-hmm. Then when it, sometimes they'll reach a wider cl- a crowd and adults get involved and they'll say that's not true. Yeah. So. Very unfortunate. So when you do fact check, if you do it all, how rigorous is it? Look, Sarah, I'm just trying to make a living over here. Uh-huh. Do you make a lot of money from this type of engagement? Uh, yeah, I make 20 bucks a month. Okay, yeah. Something like that. And you live at home? With my parents, yeah. Okay, yeah. And I think, uh, you know, we're all just trying, like, that's what news is. We're all just trying to make stuff up to get attention. I'd actually disagree. 
But that's uh, what you're doing here. That's what I'm doing. That's what we're all doing. So you're suggesting that I'm talking to myself and you're not real. Yeah. Well, that has been a previous problem of mine. Um, have you ever wondered about the effects your platform has caused in the real world? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, uh, I don't know. I, listen, I feel like what I'm doing isn't really harming anyone. Mm-hmm. But look, if one day you tell me that me going and saying that White Chicks was a documentary. Yeah. If you tell me that hurts somebody, I'll apologize. Yeah. But I haven't found that to be true yet. Okay. That makes sense. Have you ever made anything up? Yeah. <laughs> Are you actually in college? Yeah. Are you really 19? What are you trying to do to me here? I just want to... I thought I was coming on here to promote my TikTok account. Okay, so promote your TikTok account. What's the URL? What's the What's the username? Isaac Fax. Mm-hmm. Underscore. Yes. Real. Yes. Usually someone puts the real... Are you verified on TikTok? No, I'm not verified yet, but I've applied multiple times. Mm-hmm. How many uh, followers do you have? Right now, I've about half a million. Okay, yeah. That's incredible. And um, so you've only made $20 a month with half a million followers? Well, some of my videos do well, some of my videos don't do well. And I don't get a lot of brand deals yeah. like my other uh, creator friends because mm-hmm. a lot of people don't want to be, uh, you know, involved with what I like to call the truth. A lot of a lot of brands don't want to be sponsored by someone who is telling facts. It's actually facts. interesting you say that because I do have some connections at the NRA who'd love to speak to you. Really? Yeah. All right. Well, send them my way. Mm-hmm. You have my email and you don't know my agent. Yes. Who's, is your agent you? Yep. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you ever been called out for misinformation? And if so, what did you say? Like, what did they say? Yeah, I, I was sued mm-hmm. by AMC Theaters. Yes. Do you know movie theater popcorn? Yes. Do you know why it tastes different? Why? It's the semen. The semen. Again. I didn't know they put oat milk in popcorn. It's a separate concoction. Oh, wow. Well, I guess, yeah, you're right, because oat milk is 100% semen. Yes, yes. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I got sued by AMC for that. They tried to sue me, but I don't have any money. Yeah. I gave them my 20 bucks. That's all I had. Yes. Can you go see a movie at AMC now? I'll sneak in there. Yeah. When I take off my wig, they never recognize me. You're wearing a wig? Yeah. What's underneath that? You don't want to know. <laughs> What's underneath? What do you mean? You don't want to know. What's Are you bald? That. No. <laughs> <laughs> what color is your hair underneath that? It's really long. Down to my ankles. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, so can you give us a sneak peek of some fun facts you're going to share in the near future? Oh, yeah. I got a ton of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, let me think. Hmm. You know Marjorie Taylor Greene? No. Really? Is that the <laughs> chancellor of Germany? No. Oh. Anyway, she's the original Gerber baby. Wow. Here's what I'll tell you. Three words. George W. Bush. Yes. He played in the 2007 film Hairspray, Tracy Turnblad. Are you serious? Yeah. I thought that was John Travolta. No. Is that the Mandela effect? Yeah. A lot wow. of people. Have you ever had a dream where you are stuck in the ocean? Yes. When did you have it? Um, a couple months ago. Yeah. So when you have those dreams, usually in the next year or so, you'll be hit by a train. Oh, wow. I actually do have to cross some train tracks to get here. Try to do a different route. It's very horrible. But no matter where you go, the trains will find you. Yeah. And that's been scientifically proven. Wow. Um, so what is your biggest uh, What is your biggest video? What fact was included and it got like millions of views or it went viral? I, I've had a lot. Let me think. Mm, I had one that got 20 million likes. Oh, wow. 50 million views. Oh, my God. And it was that I was Meryl Streep. Oh, that's why you wear a wig. When I said my hair was long, I meant mid, mid-length. Oh, of and course. And white. Yes. You are Meryl Streep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can see it. 
I know a lot of I do look like her, so I had that, and then that went viral. It got a lot of backlash. Okay, yeah. Because Meryl Streep said that's not me. Oh, but I do what I can for the views, Sarah. You mm-hmm. do the same thing. We're all just lying. Yes, we are all just, just lying, lying for attention. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for being on here, Isaac. I forgot your last name. What was it again? Schlop. Schlop. Yes, the German word for sucking dick outside. Well, guys, that's it. Thank you, Isaac, for coming on, and hopefully I never see you ever again. All right, I had a a nice time. All right, can you tell Kendall in the bathroom that uh, she can come back? All right. All right, thank you, guys. Well, that was just an incredible interview. That was so much fun. I'm sorry I was in the bathroom for so long. (laughs) It's okay, as long as you flushed. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, thank you guys so much for joining us here today at the BCC Club. Mm-hmm. Thanks for being a part of the chain. We always appreciate you tuning in. Yeah, so make sure to like, subscribe on our YouTube, and also follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, any place you get your podcast. Any place. And yes. we will be sure to have loads of misinformation for you to mm-hmm. receive. Yes. Uh, before- <laughs> we will need this video fact-checked. So thank you guys for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Finding a doctor is truly the hardest thing on planet Earth, which is so unfortunate because when you're feeling really sick, the last thing you want to do is talk to an old man who has no idea what you're going through and doesn't understand anything about medical stuff or science and just tells you to drink more water. That is just the worst feeling ever. And that's why I use ZocDoc. If you listen to this podcast, you know I'm obsessed with ZocDoc. It's the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable and actually listen to you. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Go to ZocDoc.com BCC and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash B-C-C. ZocDoc dot com slash B-C-C.